0: You play
1: ball like a girl. <laughs> this is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie.
2: Hello, friends. Time to shine on a Friday here on the Workday Red Zone. I say that, but I, am, I don't know how I'm not prepared. I've been in studio for the last five minutes. Don't even have my headphones plugged in yet. Don't have my game face on. I don't know what the deal is. We got two hours to get it right, though, as we go along here on the show. Thank you for tuning in with us. On the Ticket Radio Network, a lot of places you can find us on your radio dial and, of course, also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go and uh, not just us, but A-State Athletics, your local sports teams as well. Uh, Just get that EAB Media Group app, download it to your smartphone, and then search for, in our case, the Ticket logo. You will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, pretty easy there. 870-930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And then, of course, you can always reach out on social media as well. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio is one place to find us on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie is another. Um, I'm Kara. Let us also welcome in producer Ryan James to the program. Yeah, it's,
3: been a, it's been a weird 24 hours.
2: <laughs> All right. So, look, obviously... We're going to talk a lot about, you know, one of the main stories today is what happened last night Mm -hmm. or did not happen last night for Arkansas State Men's Basketball at Louisiana. And of course, we'll get everybody up to speed on that here in just a moment, if by some chance you don't know the story. But while Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz was in Lafayette trying to figure everything out ryan james was here in the k Fine studio also trying to figure everything out Uh,
3: you know he's doing his thing we hear the interviews that he had planned and he's talking he's talking all of a sudden we just hear silence i'm like well this is new this doesn't happen very (laughs) often here usually we have our games and they go through pretty pretty smoothly and stuff and it he texted me said there was a complete uh uh, power
2: outage in
3: lafayette and uh Apparently, not only affected the stadium, but it affected that region. Yeah, it affected like degree. a thousand people. It affected a ton of people. Yeah, it was pretty crazy.
2: So I can recall one other time where Matt Stoltz has gone off the air in Louisiana. And that's always like nerve wracking if you're behind the scenes and you're trying to communicate who yeah. did, or, or or if you're on side and you're that person who loses the connection right. and you're freaking out. <clears throat> However, you know, this time nobody really knew what was going on until a few minutes into the process. Yeah. Obviously they didn't have power, so they were sitting there in the dark mostly. Do do? They had a they had backup power, yeah. auxiliary power that came on. But, but the one other time that Matt Stoltz, and I don't know if he's told this story or not. I feel like I've told it a couple times already. The one other time in Louisiana when he lost power at the Cajun Dome is because a Cajun spilled a beer on his equipment. I
3: feel like maybe I have heard this before.
2: <laughs> so, of course, then he at least knew exactly what was going on. I, yeah. I don't, he was probably a little bit more miffed at that situation uh-huh. than this yeah. one. But uh, but yeah, fun times, fun times. And in I,
3: I, I said, I don't know if I said this to him last night, but I said to Scotty, who works with us here in the studio, I want. Uh, he walked in. He's like, "Man, what what all went down?" Stuff. So I was like, "All I know is that is the easily the most shortest A <laughs> State game I've <laughs> ever played yeah. for basketball, football, baseball, and that I just yeah, it was it was very unexpected."
2: So let's throw out some headlines to get everybody up to speed, just in case you haven't heard the story. I feel like. Uh, as much conversation as it got last night on social media, and I'm sure on all of the different uh, local shows today, you're probably up to speed. But if not, last night, about you know, 10, 15 minutes uh, before tip-off, maybe 20 minutes before tip-off, uh, the Cajun Dome was plunged into darkness yep. because a vehicle had hit a electric pole, and that caused a transformer to blow.
3: I had not heard that. I knew a transformer blue, but I didn't know yeah, was, yeah. someone had an accident.
2: Yeah, it was. In, uh, and I've since read the stories uh, from from the the news sites in Lafayette. It does not appear that like anybody was hurt. So that's good. So, yeah. So since there were no injuries, and nothing <clears throat> bad happened here. Feel free to troll the Cajuns with us today for <laughs> for a, a, as much as you would like. Again, there's no injury, so I don't feel bad mocking everybody for what unfolded. But ultimately. You can't do anything about that. No, it was nobody's fault. As fun as it is to joke around about the fact that the Cajuns didn't pay their light bill, that is not in fact what <laughs> happened. It was just, it was just a completely unavoidable situation. And again, we'll we'll talk more about it, make fun of the Cajuns more about it as we go along. But let's get you updated on on what the now game procedure is for this weekend, with that one not being able to be played last night. Uh, so now they're going to play t- tonight, or actually play today. And it is going to be a 4 o'clock tip-off at the Cajun Dome. Now, you can't have teams playing back-to-back days unless you're in tournament play. So, this also means that the game that was scheduled to be played Saturday at ULM is now getting bumped to Sunday Sunday. at 1. So, both games are going to air on K-Fine. In both cases, Matt Stoltz is going to have your pregame 30 minutes before tip-off. But that is how that works now. So, it goes from Thursday, Saturday... Friday, Sunday,
3: and those transformers will be guarded, yeah any kind of anything <laughs> yeah. that conducts power will have will have a lot of protection,
2: yeah, as soon as somebody said a transformer blue, I was like, yeah, this ain't getting played tonight, but at I, least yeah, right, hey, at least they came to that decision quickly,
3: they did, yeah.
2: So, I mean, by the time the game was scheduled to tip off at 7.30, by the, it was probably like 7.45, and they just said, we're not doing this.
3: Right, yeah. Yeah, we weren't on the air, like, yep. extremely long. And I, I did think about this last night. You know, I don't know what would have been worse, the fact that it happened before. Like, obviously, you never want that to happen. Right. But if given the choice, if it, the power had to blow at some time, you know, I would hate for us to be mid-game. Yeah. And all of a sudden – Just it's gone, and we can't do anything about it. I was like, man, at least we weren't, you know, in the middle of a big play. We weren't getting back from halftime or something like that, and the power went out. So, yes, ideally, yes, the power going out during a game at any cost is is bad, but at least there's that, I suppose. It's kind of the best case in a worst Uh, case scenario. You know, or or it could have waited until the game was over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, Yeah.
2: It is what it
3: is. It's what it, it is what it is.
2: what uh, is. That, uh, again, we'll t- I guess we'll preview the, the A-State game of the Raging Cajuns again coming up in the next segment, because why not? Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll tell you some other scores as well, and we'll get to the KavanaughCars.com question here in just a moment. Uh, A-State women's basketball, unfortunately unable to catch ULM last night, losing in Monroe by the final of 84-76. to The Red Wolves going to look to bounce back from the setback tomorrow at Troy. That game's going to be at 2 and it's going to be right here on the ticket. Also this weekend, Arkansas men's basketball has got college game day rolling into town as they take on SEC rival number 6 Kentucky at Budwalton Arena. It's going to be the first of two meetings between the teams in the regular season. Your start time will be at 5 p.m. Uh, KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, we're, we're going to take the easy, no-brainer no one today uh, since we've got a weekend of conference championships coming up. Uh, so we'll take... You know, one I I, I want to know if you have a rooting interest in this weekend's NFL conference championships, and if so, we'd like to know who. And then, of course, uh, we'll take your Super Bowl picks as well. While while we're at it, so of course it could be Chiefs Niners, Chiefs Lions, or Ravens Niners, or Ravens Lion, uh, Ravens Niners, or Ravens Lions. I'm trying to combine those all into one team, but uh, but those are your options. So looking forward to hearing your responses on today's KavanaughCars.com question. When we come back on Monday, you know, we're going to know the Super Bowl contenders and then we're going to have two weeks to debate who comes out on top for the NFL's ultimate prize. You can make a case for all four of the playoff teams remaining as to why it could be then. But, of course, before we get to Super Bowl Sunday, we got to get through the weekend first. Both of these games are going to be taking place on Sunday. January the 28th, it'll be Chiefs and Ravens first. That one will be at two on CBS, Lions and Niners in San Francisco, Uh, the night cap. That's at 530. That game is going to air on Fox. To back up to uh, the AFC Championship, you got the home team Ravens favored by four. Home team also favored in the NFC Championship, uh, Niners by seven and a half. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. You know, I kind to answer the question today, I guess I'm kind of on, on the, the Lions bandwagon. It's such a feel-good story. I, I, I like kind of an underdog story, and that's certainly how the Lions franchise has felt for the past 30 years. Uh, so I'm kind of going in that direction for my rooting interest. But ultimately, you know, I want to watch two competitive games on what is going to be the penultimate day. Of the NFL season. We'll throw out just a couple of quick nuggets you need to know. Ahead of each of these games. Although of course we will look at both of them in more detail coming up later. But uh, starting with the AFC Championship. You know it's going to be all eyes on the quarterbacks. Because hey when it's Patrick Mahomes and, and Jackson. I mean how in the world could it not be. But don't sleep on the. Baltimore defense. Baltimore is the fourth team since the 1970 merger to have a first team all pro quarterback in Lamar Jackson and the number one scoring defense. The previous three times that has happened in the past, 72, 78, 96, those three teams all won the Super Bowl in the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Packers, respectively. Looking at the NFC for just a second, the one stat you need to know there. Pertains to the Lions. They have lost 11 straight on the road in the playoffs. Of course, they've already kind of exercised quite a few demons as they've gone along on this playoff run so far this year. But the last road victory for Detroit in the playoffs was all the way back in 1957. But who did that win come against? Yeah, it was the Niners. And a week later, the Lions won the NFL championship. You know, so totally relevant, a factoid from almost 70 years ago. But, uh, again, should be a good slate. I'm looking forward to it. Our phone lines are going to be open for pretty much all of the show today at 870 So you can uh, talk about these championship games with us. You can be lighthearted, make fun of the Cajuns with us, whatever. It's up to you. Let's go to the Riot Fiber Hotline and check in on D-Money. How are you?
4: I'm okay. How are you today?
2: Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call.
4: Okay, for the Super Bowl, it, it, this this is getting so old. Kansas City's in. Kansas City could could fumble a thousand times and throw a thousand picks. They're going to figure a way to get them in. I, I'm really starting to become a conspiracy theorist <laughs> after after the touchdown that they gave him uh, was it last weekend, where the guy clearly fumbled about three about two feet in front of the uh, in front of the goal line. And of course, for God's sake,s you got to have Taylor Swift all over the daggone place. So,
2: how yeah, long was she shown on? Ratings. How long was she shown on camera last week? Somewhere in the a neighborhood long. of of a minute and a half combined in a three hour broadcast.
4: I I, I think that's a I, I think somebody's living on that one. No, but it just it the whole the whole story surrounding it is just, it's just meaty of popcorn. I'd like to see Detroit win. I really, really would. Okay, But I just, I don't see, I don't see them going to San Francisco and beating them. San Fran is a complete, very well-built team. So I think what you're going to wind up is San Fran and KC. So you can see Taylor Swift against uh, the, well, Garoppolo singing these days or whatever. I mean, not Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. And They can talk about him, and he's a great story too. The thing I can't wait for for him is when he gets his next contract. Because oh boy, they're going to have to pay.
2: It is going to be a step up from the contract he relieved he received as as Mister Irrelevant.
4: Yeah, I mean, what, what is he making this year? I think it was like what four hundred and eighty seven grand or something.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It's undoubtedly at the low end. Um, obviously, is where he was drafted, but I, I'm genuinely not sure.
4: Well, like I said, I'd like to see him do well. Uh, personally, I, I don't really have a dog in the fight. But NFC, eh, I'm kind of like indifferent. But no, I, I totally want the Ravens to win, but they won't because the network really wants KC in it. Uh, it's pretty obvious. So, But other than that, you know, it, it should be hopefully good games and maybe in a Super Bowl they'll actually let them play and not, you know, interfere with things like it seems like the officials have been doing of late.
2: Oh, there's no doubt we'll have some kind of moment to come back and complain about on Monday. Zero doubt.
4: Yeah, and and the other thing, too, is the officiating crews who are on the field. Uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but there's some really quirky things with the guy who's the white hat for the KC game. So, you know, there's always something you can talk about, but I think I said, I I, I just don't want to see KC win. I'm so sick of seeing Mahomes, uh, his wife, and and, T- and Tay Tay. It just it's getting nauseating.
2: So, did you feel this way about the Patriots when they were going through their dynasty?
4: No, no, not at all, not whatsoever. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I'm a, and of course I'm going to take this back to Alabama because they had so many Alabama guys and they run the same kind of program. And, you know, the, the thing with the flake aid, I think that was all a bunch of nonsense. And there are some other, other things that factored into that that I'm not going to talk about because I know mean, you've asked me not to talk about certain subject matters. Uh, so I'll stay away from those. But, uh, yeah, I, I just – I had no problem with the Patriots.
2: Interesting. D-Money, thank you for the phone call.
4: All right, I'll try. Hey, everybody, wrestling season's getting ready to come to a culmination – Regionals, tournaments, state championships, and all. Come out and see him. Jonesboro is hosting the regional for the first time on February 17th at the new facility. Come out and check it out. Y'all have a great day.
2: Hey, you too, D-Money. Enjoy your weekend. He leaves the phone lines open at 870-930-3776. In fact, we're going to have them open during the break as we step aside for our first one of those in this noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Uh, What are we talking about when we come back? Well, we might as well shine a light on Cajuns Red Wolves as that will be played or at least attempt to be played again today more on that when we return here on the ticket
1: enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network bull rider, the perfect fusion of strength skill and pure willpower Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tour's PBR Memphis at FedEx Forum, Saturday, February 17th. Tickets available at PBR.com and Ticketmaster. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin
5: Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You Break iFix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You Break iFix is your one stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break iFix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break iFix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break iFix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break iFix where we make your tech headaches disappear.
6: Hello, Red Wolf fans. Hey, have you ever walked into a car dealership and got attacked by a horde of salespeople wearing coats and ties and shiny Italian shoes? If so, you were not at George Kale Motors. We offer great vehicle deals, award winning service after the sale. We can handle your entire purchase over the phone and deliver your new vehicle right to you at no additional charge up to 200 miles. So call us at 870 523 2792 or view our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Builders and GMC, we are professional grade.
7: Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health. And you know, this is that time of year where many of us make those New Year's resolutions. We'll resolve to exercise more, to eat better, to lose weight. They're all great ideas, but did you know that your testosterone level plays a huge part in your success? So if you walk around feeling tired all the time, if you're struggling to lose weight, if your libido's low, or if you just feel a general lack of motivation, it's time to check yourself and your testosterone levels with Elite Men's Health. And I'm telling you this as someone who has seen and felt the difference firsthand. Testosterone replacement therapy works. It's almost like I found the fountain of youth. So why put in all that hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? Go by Elite Men's Health for an evaluation and if your T levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you're making those New Year's resolutions and you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. They're at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Total Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check them out at Elite Men's Health At Right Fiber,
3: we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our 1 gig speed. Or you can double your online power with 2 gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig. One, two, and five gig. All priced just right. Only at right fiber.
8: It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there, so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes, and this year admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4 at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro.
1: This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red
6: Zone.
2: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. This noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. You can also find out about how much your home is worth by visiting arhomevalue.com. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. Kara and Ryan with you in studio. Phone lines open 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. I want to follow up for a moment on a conversation we just had with D-Money. He was talking about how often Taylor Swift was shown on NFL broadcast. And, uh, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. I was right. Actually, I over-exaggerated a little bit. Or I was around, what did I say, 90 seconds, somewhere in that neighborhood. They've actually gone back and watched the game film. They've ran the number. Swift was shown 10 times for a total of 1 minute and 40 seconds in the playoff wins over the Dolphins and Bills. That's 0.46 of the time during those contests. That ain't that bad. It's not like it's the Cowboys where every single game you got to spend five minutes watching the modern-day version of the Crypt Keeper in Jerry Jones on your screen. It could all, it could be worse. It's not bad. Not bad at all. We've got a little bit of a two-part uh, com question for you today. You can answer one or both. One, I want to know if you got a rooting interest in this weekend's NFL Conference Championships. Jake says he does somewhat. Pulling for a Lions-Ravens matchup. Saying, quote, Lions are the feel-good story of the season. Always got to go for the little guy, the underdog. He also says, I don't know why, but I've always liked the Ravens. So that is the direction he's leaning. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Reed at A-State Nation is a hater. And uh, he is just cheering for whoever is playing the Chiefs. I don't even know if he realizes that's the Ravens. He just does not want the Chiefs to win. So it is is what it is. Uh, Hey, let's talk some basketball uh (laughs) there is a part of me that was really tempted to just find a way to like replay yesterday's a state and Louisiana men's basketball preview because obviously I mean the game wasn't played so why not just talk about it all over again we could just flash back to exactly what we said uh but uh not gonna do that we'll kind of sort of go in a little bit of a different direction but obviously like if you if you haven't heard yet you know, that game was not played. Uh, there was a Transformer that blew close to the Cajun jo- uh, Cajun Dome. So as fun as it was to see all of the lighthearted jokes about why uh, the Cajuns lost power and couldn't pay their electric bill and this, that, and the other, that that, that wasn't the case. Uh, it was truly because of a situation that was absolutely out of the Red Wolves' hands. Uh, to kind of, you know, shed a little bit of light on why that postponement announcement took so long is because... Once that game was, was they decided they had to postpone it, you couldn't just have it today and then not have anything else happen because you can't have back-to-back conference games. So it would have had the A-State, it would have had A-State playing today against the Cajuns and then tomorrow against ULM. It would have had the Cajuns taking on the Red Wolves today and then I think hosting Texas State tomorrow and you can't have that. So once they decided it had to be postponed, well, then it was no longer just an A-State and Louisiana conversation. It became an A-State and Louisiana and Sunbelt and Texas State and ULM conversation. So that's why it took about three hours for that news to be able to come out. I, I can't decide necessarily if this is a good thing or, or a bad thing. For A-State, I, I, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I, I, I do think it kind of sucks for head coach Brian Hodgson. Obviously, he's got an infant. And, a, and, and Jordan that just gave birth at home. And, and I'm sure he is not overly excited about getting home Sunday evening instead of Saturday evening. But in terms of, of team personnel, this one-day delay is probably not the worst thing in the world. You know, of course, you, you go back to Saturday when the team was at Texas State. The team was without Ladu LeCou, without uh, LaQuil Hartnett, because both of those guys are battling the flu. So now you have one more day where those guys have gotten, you know, they're, they're one more day past the flu. That's one more day to get some strength back, one more day to get over what was just like some crushing fatigue, at least in my case, dealing with that. So, So that's a positive there. Also, of course, you know, Isaiah Nelson in that game at Texas State hurt his knee about three minutes in. They were able to tape him up and, and get him back in there, but he wrapped up that game on the bench with ice on his knee. He is just such a spark when he is in the game. And obviously, A-State needs Nelson as well as, you know, LeCou and Harden. And really, it's, it's kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation to be able— to deal with Cajun's big man, Kitinge. And that's going to be the big task there in, in trying to shut him down. So, again, from a personnel standpoint, this kind of seems okay. Certainly not not terrible. I do wonder, you know, obviously they're not really going to tweak the game plan between <laughs> between yesterday and today. So I do kind of wonder what those guys are doing right now in, in Lafayette. You flashback to the game in Jonesboro, and I have zero doubt that Coach Brian Hodson lit a fire under his team after that loss to, to the Cajuns. So uh, I don't think there's any extra motivation that the Red Wolves need in this one. I don't think there's any tweaks to the game plan. I do wonder a little bit how much of a you know a green light this team is going to have today. In terms of three-point shooting, they, they have a green light literally all the time. But, you know, the Cajuns, that is one area where they are very, very sound is three-point defense. Now, we do actually kind of sort of have two games to preview since now the Red Wolves are going to be playing at ULM on Saturday. First things first, this is finally like the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of heading to Monroe. Uh, The Red Wolves finally get to wrap up this four-game road trip. They'll be back in Jonesboro next week, finally, which is is big. I do kind of have to wonder what's going to happen Sunday in Fun Row, mainly because something weird has happened. Every stop on this road trip so far, you know, you go back to, uh, the first game of this this four-game road trip was back in Hattiesburg against Southern Miss. And you had officiating so bad that the, the head of that crew actually apologized to Brian Hodgson after the game. Of course, the second game on that road trip was in San Marcos. And uh, you had the shirt out on the court uh, with the young man just profess- professing his absolute adoration of mothers. And then last night, the power goes out of the Cajun Dome. So, I'm really kind of curious what Monroe will bring. Literally, it could be anything. But, you know, to shine a light on the Warhawks in terms of just the team overall, well, they're, they're not great uh, this year. And they have struggled a little bit so far in conference play. Uh, you look at what the Warhawks have done. They are 6-12. and 12. And I say they've struggled a little bit in conference play. Uh, They have until actually the past week. They've gone out and they've been able to win back-to-back games. One of those was against Old Dominion, which has really struggled this year. That being said, ODU is a team that they beat on the road. That's not an easy trip, so you do tip your cap to Monroe in that aspect. Last night, ULM was able to go out and beat South Alabama that was actually a a very solid win 80 to 66 was the final score there so that was not really a game where the Warhawks in any way shape or form struggled that being said I was really surprised at the fact that they put up 60 points the stat that I find the most illuminating on ULM or I guess the number to know is just the fact that they really struggle offensively they're dead last in the Sun Belt in scoring. They're dead last in the Sun Belt in three-point field goal percentage. They're next to last in the Sun Belt in, in field goal percentage. Next to last in threes. Uh, 12th in free throw percentage. 12th in scoring margin. 11th in turnover margin. Just the, the whole offense is yikes. Now, that being said, the stat that gives me the most confidence about a state matching up with ULM is that they are a poor defensive team on the perimeter. They ranked 11th in the Sun Belt in defensive three-point percentage. And we know how A-State likes to shoot those threes. So, green light all day for everybody (laughs) on Sunday at ULM. Flashing back for a moment and checking in on yesterday's KavanaughCars.com poll, we ask you how many of the four games A-State was set to play over the course of the next few days, the Red Wolves would be able to win, and you all said three. At this point in time, I'm just hoping three get played. But we'll see We'll see how that goes as we uh, as we go along over the next few days. Uh, we will uh, table the hoops talk for a moment. Uh, later on, we'll look around the Sun Belt and see what's happened there. And also in the second hour of the program, of course, we'll recap last night's A-State women's game. Uh, their setback at ULM and how they can bounce back to that looking ahead to Troy as well. But again, uh, just to go over one more time to schedule over the next couple of days for A-State men's basketball. Last night, no go at Louisiana. So now that one is being played today at 4 p.m. Saturday's game at ULM is moved to Sunday at 1. Both of those will air on 107.9 K-Fine. And also, uh, pregame coverage for both of those will start 30 minutes prior to tip off all set all set all right Let's step aside. We need to squeeze in a break here. In this new now, we're brought to you by Dustin White. Realty will, will return right after this on The Ticket.
1: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Richie on the Workday Red Zone. Livestock price is
9: still up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 446 down five and three quarters with may corn at 4.55.5, and a half down five and three quarters March soybeans at 12 11 and a half down 11 and a half with May soybeans at 12.18.5, and a half down 11 to three quarters. March wheat at 5.96.5, and a half down 15 and three quarters with May wheat at 607 down 15. March cotton at 8453 down 123 May cotton at 8577 down 121. March rice at 17.97.5, and a half up a penny with May rice at 1827 up five and a half. Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle at 178.85, up 112.5, with April live cattle at 181.80, up 110. March feeder cattle at 241.15, up 297.5, with April feeder cattle at 246.67.5, up 275. February lean hogs at 74.97.5, up 67.5, with April lean hogs at 83.47.5, up 92.5. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Have you signed up for the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro on February 1st? The event is free to attend. It kicks off at 8 a.m. with four timely panel discussions, including federal policy and state legislative efforts, the importance of the Arkansas Rice Checkoff, and an in-depth conversation about rice varieties. A free lunch will be provided to registered attendees. Register online at ArkansasRice.org by January 26th. We'll see you at the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting February the 1st in Jonesboro.
8: National FFA Week is February 17th through the 24th, a week
10: set aside for FFA students across the country to share how FFA impacts members every day.
9: I'm National FFA President Amara Jackson from Michigan.
2: What better way to show your support of FFA members than to get involved in FFA Week? Whether it's in person, on the phone, or via social media, be sure to share your FFA stories during hashtag FFA Week, February 17th through the 24th.
7: There are new year deals on tires and wheels this month at local tire and wheel where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket. Yes. You get four brand new tires today for only $24 out of pocket with nine months same as cash payments to fit your budget, no credit check and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay. Most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. and that's why Local Tire and Wheel is here. All Local Tire and Wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program, and we offer $50 in referral cash back. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket at Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, and localtireandwheel.com.
11: We love watching a skate crash the boards during basketball season. Beginning into a crash while on the road is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Get ready to crumble with the new Cookie Butter Crunch Concrete, only at Andy's Frozen Custard. Made with real Biscoff cookie butter, crunchy Biscoff crumbles, and the world's finest vanilla frozen custard. It's buttery smooth with a crispy crunch for cookie flavor that's sky high. Get your cookie fix today at Andy's Frozen Custard on Red Wolf Boulevard and on Highland Drive in Jonesboro.
1: Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a while. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
2: Workday Red Zone as we continue this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications asking you today for your Super Bowl picks or uh, hey do you have a rooting interest curious about who you might be cheering on this weekend in the conference championships looking at these games of course we're probably not sharing anything with you That you don't already know. But uh, we got to talk about them regardless, right? I mean, I know I'm certainly excited for the slate coming up this weekend. But uh, Chiefs at Ravens, obviously. There's just so much (laughs) to say about these QBs. Or maybe it's already been said already. It's going to be the first playoff matchup of former MVPs that are both under the age of 30. Matchup between last year's. MVP and the guy who undoubtedly is going to win it this year. This is also uh, instead of it just being a a game where there's bragging rights at stake between two of the best guys who are currently doing it. This is this is huge for Lamar Jackson. This is a this is a huge playoff for him. Just from beginning to end. There's most likely. Both of these guys. Are, are going to be going into the Hall of Fame. At the end of their career. But Mahomes already has. That Super Bowl resume. And a lot of times. That's that's a big difference. In somebody who can get in. And somebody who won't. And that's across the board. In a lot of different Hall of Fames. Yes the regular season stats are important. The counting stats are important. The individual awards are important. But. To really kind of cement a legacy, or to cement a Hall of Fame resume, you have to have the postseason success. I think it was a a comment earlier this week from Lamar Jackson when he was talking about Mahomes, and he said, hey, you know, he's a Hall of Famer right now. If his career ended right now, only for as short as it is, that he he would already be going to the Hall of Fame. And it's hard to argue. But a lot of that has to do with those two Super Bowl rings, whereas... Jackson has not even been to a Super Bowl yet. Be a challenging scene in Baltimore. Although obviously being on the road did not phase Mahomes and the Chiefs too much last week. Going to Buffalo, that was the first road start of Mahomes' playoff career and they handled it just fine. That being said, this will not be a game where Mahomes single-handedly wins or loses the contest. One, is going to have to continue to have receivers step up. Kelsey did that last week with a couple of big touchdown catches. But that unit overall has just been so hit or miss all season long. I don't know how many drops the Chiefs have had this year, but if those dropsies show back up on Sunday, it's going to be a really long day. Because it'd be one thing if the Chiefs just have to counter Lamar Jackson or just have to counter one of the league's top defenses, but you've got you to gotta be able to figure out both. So if everybody on the field is not able to contribute, if everybody on the field is not able to play fairly mistake-free football, then this is without a doubt going to be a situation where the Ravens advance. I'm interested in seeing who will be the X factor for this game. Because again, it's not, we know what these quarterbacks can do. But who else is going to step up and make the plays? Of course, we won't know until Sunday. It'll also be interesting if some other mistakes get cut down. Of course, the Chiefs almost had a disastrous Moment last week where Hardman fumbled out of the end zone. But ultimately, the Bills were not able to capitalize on that. This one will get underway coming up on Sunday at 2 on CBS. So it's the first game on the slate. Uh, The very latest update in terms of the line has Baltimore favored by 4. Over under of forty four and a half, and again, I just want to see a compelling contest in that one. I don't necessarily have a rooting interest. Maybe the Chiefs a little bit, just to be have a certain someone be, continue to be a thorn in several sides. But uh, but that's it. Otherwise, don't really care that much about it. In terms of your predictions so far. More of you, about two-thirds of you, believe the Ravens are going to come out on top in the AFC Championship. And we'll look at the NFC coming up later on in the second hour of the program. But we need to step aside for a break. Uh, We'll do that. We'll come back right after this. Wrap up this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty on The Ticket.
1: The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
10: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We generally look towards quarterbacks or receivers when we think of powerful and efficient offenses. But in today's NFL, everything is about versatility. That gives the defense's headaches when game planning. But an elite tight end can be a true difference maker if you want to disguise your intentions on offense. Look at the four remaining teams in this year's playoffs. Travis Kelsey is going to the Hall of Fame. Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely are very, very dangerous tight ends. And George Kittle, yards out after catch machine who can be a force also in blocking in the run game and then detroit sam laporta made all pro as a rookie not a coincidence nfl defenses are now built for speed not power that makes slowing these powerful tight ends a challenge and with all four teams heavily utilizing these players as a safety blanket after many years of being forgotten we may be finally seeing the resurgence of the tight end position i'm dan patrick and this is above the noise You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change all of that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. That means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in your life, you'll feel special with Discover. You can learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. Tire Rack sells only the best, like the Goodyear Ultra Grip. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should
8: It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there, so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes, and this year admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Our
11: family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have
6: changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Saints, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come.
1: This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our eight-state athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact, spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. What's up?
11: Attention, members and guests. Get ready to spice up your week at Salsa's Grill. Gather your friends and family and head to Salsa's with happy hour every day from three to seven. Plus, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday with their mouth-watering hard-shell tacos just ninety-nine cents. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, and open until ten p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and until ten thirty Friday and Saturday. It's your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times at Salsa's Grill, twenty-two forty South Caraway in. Jonesboro.
2: Um, hello?
1: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930- 3776.
2: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen Ryan with you for another segment here in this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Phone lines open at 8709 Coming up in the next hour, we'll get you ready for some A-State women's basketball at Troy. And, of course, recap that setback last night at ULM. We'll continue talking uh, NFL conference uh, championships. And who knows what else we'll get into before the show is over. But I still can't really get over just how weird of a road trip that A State Men's Basketball has had so far, and of course, last night was just kind of the cherry on top, I guess. But what makes last night, what made it so funny for a few minutes until we figured out the situation, was the fact that like the the raging Cajuns and light controversies are are no strangers to each other. So I wanted to flashback, if you if you weren't aware of this. If you weren't aware of this, in 2021, the Cajuns had not one but two kind of light situations there at, at the Cajun Dome that made so many people willing to throw shade <laughs> their way last night when the power went out. So I don't know how many years ago the Cajuns had been doing this, but, but at some point in time, somebody got the bright idea that at the end of a Cajuns win, They would hit the lights. And they would kind of plunge the the Cajun Dome into into darkness. And some red lighting. And they would play the music and whatever. And that's that's how how they celebrate a win. All right, They turn out all the lights. Anyways. I don't know if they still do this. I don't make it a habit to watch Cajun basketball games. When A-State is not playing the Raging Cajun. So I don't know. Maybe they still do this. Maybe they, they don't. But back in 2021... Whoever was in charge of hitting the light switch was uh, a little over-anxious. I don't know if they had had too much coffee or Red Bull or whatever else might be like the... (laughs) Might be the upper of choice for the Cajun faithful. I don't know. I don't know. But you had back-to-back games where whoever was in charge of the lights screwed up. January 6th of 2021... A State was playing at the Cajun Dome. And this was a back and forth battle. It was it was a really good game. It was it was really heated. But ultimately A State lost that one 83 to 77 in in overtime. What was super frustrating though is whoever was in charge of the light switch hit the lights with like a second left on the clock. It was super frustrating, but at the end of the day, you know, that that one second of darkness did not cost Arkansas State the win. Well, a couple days later, the Little Rock Trojans were in the Cajun Dome, and normally I'm not somebody who is super sympathetic to the <laughs> Little Rock basketball cause, but that game was was neck and neck on January the 8th of 2021. Uh, it was actually a game where, right at the end of the game, um, Little Rock was down by one possession. And they were able to pull down a defensive rebound, so they had a chance to either tie the game or win it if they were able to pull off a buzzer beater. So you had at that point in time, Marquise Noel was still on that team before he transferred to K, K- State and became a little bit of a postseason hero. So, so he's got the game. Uh, he's he's dribbling the ball up the court, trying to trying to help the the Trojans get the win in that game. And he was attempting to run a high pick and roll. With Root Mon Young, who was their big. And just as he was about to set the screen, the lights in the arena cut out. Which, again, is the way that the Cajuns signal their victory. Lights cut out. The the stadium goes red. Well, the problem with that is unlike in the A-State game two nights before where there was only a second left on the clock and a six-point deficit to make up. This was just a one-possession game. And... Some Cajun hit the light switch with five seconds left. So, of course, it was complete chaos. Root Magnon didn't know what was going on, so he just throws the basketball up in the air in the vague general direction of, of the hoop. It does not go in. The announcers on the call didn't know what was going on. The, the officials on the floor didn't know what was going on. And so, all of a sudden, it, they, they and, and for reasons that nobody will understand except for maybe hashtag Sunbelt refs, the referees did not blow the whistle to stop the possession as soon as the lights went out. As you can imagine, Little Rock head coach Daryl Walker blew a fuse. Absolutely <laughs> lost it after the game for, for understandable reasons. For understandable reasons. Although he did actually have to be restrained after yelling at the officials, which might be a little bit overboard, but you know, it's Daryl Walker, so things happen. But uh, anyways, yeah, so Little Rock lost that game. Also, uh, to add insult to injury, it was a bad beat. Little Rock came into the game as a one-point underdog against Lafayette. So anybody who had the money line on the Trojans, they were losers too. It was a 66-64 final score. So, again, electricity issues, light issues, darkness, whatever. Yeah, the Cajuns, what's that phrase from Bane? Born in the darkness, molded by it. I'm not very good with my movie clips, but anyways, they, uh, that's, that's just what they do. So, don't feel bad about making fun of the Cajuns today. <laughs> for their power outage in fact I think it's fair to pile on my only uh disappointment with kind of the the everything unfolding around this is the fact that you know A-State has already hosted the Cajuns because when all of this unfolded in 2021 the Cajuns still had to play a return trip in Jonesboro so I don't know who was DJing the night of February the 6th 2021 when the and Cajuns rolled into First National Bank Arena. But I actually took notes on the playlist. Uh, some of the things that were played include Kanye's All of the Lights. Uh, the Weekend's Blinding Lights. <laughs> when the lights go down in the city. Uh, they played Light em Up. Lights Come Up. And so whoever was DJing that night. Again, February 6, 2021 at First National Bank Arena. I, I will forever tip my cap to you. Because that is some high level professional grade shade and I loved it hopefully today nothing wild is going to happen this game will tip off at four like it is supposed to Uh, I have not seen (laughs) I, I assume the issue is fixed I have not seen any reports that it is not so should be a go today at the Cajun Dome we'll see hopefully Fingers crossed. Save by the music. Didn't really have anything else to add to that story. Now, that being said, we've got quite a bit more to talk about. We're actually going to come back and talk about some A-State women's basketball. Disappointing night last night at ULM. We'll, we'll see if maybe the Red Wolves can bounce back uh, coming up tomorrow at Troy. Take a look at both of those games, but that's on the way As we wrap up this noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Sit tight through the halftime break. We'll return right after this for more on the Workday Red Zone.
6: This is Willows Wall with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update for Antigua plans to tire service a wacky night in Cajun Country for A State men's basketball. About ten minutes before tip off of the A State ULL basketball game last night, a power transformer near the Cajun Dome blew out caused a power outage in the building and caused last night's game to be postponed until 4 o'clock this afternoon. Pre-game coverage at 3.30 on 107. IK find the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. It also means that tomorrow's scheduled game at Louisiana Monroe has been moved to Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Speaking of Monroe, the ULM Warhawks beating Arkansas State in women's action last night, 84-76. Lauren Pendleton and Cheyenne Forney had 16 each to lead the way for the Red Bulls. They'll be at Troy tomorrow afternoon at 2.00. And the Arkansas women jumped out to an 18 nothing lead over Kentucky last night, blowing out the Wildcats at Bud Walton Arena, 88 to 61. Michaela Daniels had a game high 29 to lead the Hawks. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plants Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network
0: kick off the new year and a new ride from Cavanaugh Ford. Start the new year off right with up to $8,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 XLT or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2024 Ford Expedition or a new 2024 Ford Edge. Now up to $3,500 off MSRP plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee. Only at Cavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com.
8: Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com.
7: Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro.
1: See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service has the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card for no credit needed financing options. In Jonesboro on South Caraway, and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. Some things in life are just too important to chance. When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians in the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
2: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara Ritchie and Ryan James with you for another hour today to close out the week on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, Just kind of shooting the breeze a little bit today on the final four teams left in the NFL. Uh, Asking you today, one, if you have a rooting interest in this weekend's NFL Conference Championship Games, and if so, if so, who? Uh, This is not, uh, there there are, I, I feel like if in terms of regionally, you know, looking at the four teams remaining, I while I do know a Ravens fan or two. That's certainly not due to geographical proximity. Uh, no, I, I know a few people on the Lions bandwagon, but again, that's that's not a, a closely located team. Uh, Niners, I do know a Niners fan or two, but again, that's that's not exactly uh, driving distance. Well, not close driving distance if you want to go see a game. In terms of you know regional teams the Chiefs are the closest there are a lot of Chiefs fans in this area but otherwise I mean obviously we're in cowboy country a lot of Titans fans around here a lot of Saints fans due to Mario, Blake Groupie some Rams fans decided to uh, stay with the team even during the relocation but again do you have a rooting interest in this weekend's games Or you can also throw your Super Bowl prediction at us as well. uh, Phone lines open for this hour on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can also give us a ring at 870 930 3776. We'll circle back around to that NFL conversation here in just a little bit. But I want to recap what happened last night for A State women's basketball at ULM. And look, before the game, we talked about how significantly improved this ULM team was, especially due to their high-profile transfers. They brought in Deja Bradford from Clemson, who has started, I don't know how many games she started at Clemson. She started well over 20 games at Clemson last season, averaged over 10 points per game, and now she's one of the leading scorers in the Sun Belt. They brought in another player, also uh, from Auburn I think maybe Wells is is who that was that they brought in from Auburn so first year head coach there she went out and and decided to just completely overhaul that roster and brought in some key pieces now both teams at least on paper look a little bit shorthanded A-State only playing seven players last night just eight for ULM and A-State did some things well but not enough is obviously ULM was able to come out on top eighty-four to seventy-six. A State shot it well. You know, eleven for twenty-two from three is is awesome. Shooting fifty percent from three on the road is awesome, especially if you're taking north of twenty-threes. A State was once again able to get to the stripe a lot. That has been something they've been excellent at. So they had more free throw attempts. Rebounding was very close. Is uh, a state was minus one there, so kind of a, a negligent dif- difference, but they were able to uh, do a better job on the offensive side of things, rebounding wise. And then what I, I thought was better is is a state did a decent job of not turning it over. They finished with 19 assists to just eight turnovers, so north of a two to one ratio, which is which is great. That being said, you know a lot of these things that we just mentioned are things that ULM also did well. And what ULM really did is is there in the third quarter, they got hot and ended up that third quarter ahead by 10 points. And although A-State was able to chip the lead all the way down to three points in the fourth quarter, they were never completely able to get back over the hump. Uh, so while A-State shot it well at 43%, ULM shot it better at 52%. While A-State made 11 threes, ULM made thirteen. So, just a better night there. Deja Bradford, the leading scorer overall with 23 points. And again, right now, the, the Sun Belt's Player of the Year race on the women's side of things is is a, it, that that's a three-woman race. That is Izzy Higginbottom, that is Taryn Ward of Georgia Southern, and it's Deja Bradford of ULM. And I really feel like... Whichever, And and there might be, I say that, Marshall's still undefeated right now in Sunbelt women's play, so I'm sure they've got somebody who's going to be in the conversation, too. But in terms of, of the scoring title, Higginbottom, Bradford Ward. So whatever team ends up with the best record out of those three, that might give their player the edge in terms of conference player of the year. Izzy last night had to work for it. And that's not a surprise. We've seen a lot of teams really key in on her defensively. And so she finished with 12 points, but she was 3 of 11 from the floor. She had a good night, had some big threes. She was 3 of 4 there. And she chipped in in several other ways with 7 rebounds and 8 assists. So she was actually very close to a triple-double. But uh, again, 3 of 11. So a lot of missed shots there for, for Izzy. I thought Cheyenne Forty had a really good game. Uh, I feel like a, a lot of the second-chance points... That, that A-State was able to score, especially there early in the third quarter. It was because Forty was was under the bucket. She was at a great place, uh, just set up in a great spot to, to catch some rebounds, and she had several putbacks there in the game. And, in fact, at one point in time, I think in the third quarter, scored eight straight for the Red Wolves. So it, it's great to continue to see her trend in a good direction. She had seven rebounds as well. Uh, Lauren Pendleton with 16 points. Anna Griffin with 14 points. Anna Griffin has shot it really well from three lately and just – Hopefully, you know, A-State can do all of these things. They did well, uh, just as well, on Saturday at Troy. And just maybe play a little bit better defensively. Playing against Cajuns, or excuse me, the, the Trojans, is always a test because of the style of basketball that they play. The entire offensive game plan for Troy is to sprint down the court as quick as you can chunk the basketball somewhere vaguely in the direction of the hoop. If it goes in, great. If it doesn't, be there to rebound. Troy's stats this year are a, a little bit surprising in terms of, of you know, not leading the league in rebounds. Now, it's not that they're far that far away. They're third. But this is going to be such a test for everybody on that A-State roster to step up and, and have a good rebounding day. It's not going to be enough for just just Forney or just Gillespie to have a good day on the glass. I mean, literally everybody on that Roger, everybody on that roster is going to have to have a monster performance rebounding wise. Winner Rodgers is going to have to have a huge game on the glass. A State's guards, which thankfully, you know, Izzy and Lauren Pendleton are, are already do rebound well, but but everybody is going to have to step up in that aspect because that's that's what Troy wants to do. If they. Get a a shot to go on their first attempt, great. But if not, they're just going to like second chance points you to death. And that's how they get those wins. Troy is not leading the Sun Belt right now. But they ain't that far away. And again, this is not quite as tough of a road trip for the Red Wolves as the first one was, which was the JMU Marshall swing. But it ain't that far away either. Looking at the results, uh, the additional results from last night in the belt. Texas State, big road win over South Alabama, which the Jaguars have really struggled. Uh, but everybody else winning at home. ULM over A-State. The Cajuns over Coastal Carolina. ODU over App. And Troy getting a seven-point win over Southern Miss. Uh, right now, Troy, second in the league at 7-1 and one behind. Still undefeated Marshall, who is 8-0. Uh, the Trojans also, by the way, coming in hot with with this one. They won their last seven. So again, there's just it's it's just always tough. It's just always tough to play at Troy as long as Shonda Rigby is going to be the help. Uh Back to the standings: ULM, JMU both six and two; Old Dominion, Georgia State five and three; A State, App State four and four; Georgia Southern, Louisiana three and five; Texas State, Southern Miss two and six; CCU one and seven. South Alabama is still winless in league play. They have lost 10 in a row. So again, A-State, uh, at least be nice to get a split on this road trip, to kind of stay in the top four area. You know, there are a couple of games back from JMU and ULM for being one of those top four teams in the league. So the Red Wolves, uh, you know, need to find a way to stay in the thick of it and continue to, to get wind and stay there in the standings, not slip any further than kind of middle of the pack, which is where they are right now. Want to switch gears for a moment. Uh, since we're we were talking Sunbelt, uh, I know several of you have, have seen on social media the happenings at Texas State, which is which is a mess and not even going to get into The big picture story there. But, uh, you know, they (laughs) Texas State needs a quarterback. And apparently G.J. Kinney also needs some staff members. And this got my attention earlier. As Kinney has made a hire. It is a familiar name. And he has brought in Chad Morris. To the Texas State staff. He is going to serve as wide receivers coach. And passing game coordinator. And. I guess all I have to say about this. Is every day I get just a little bit more confident. That A-State is going to win the Sun Belt West. I tried to look a little bit about. What has happened. Where Chad Morris has been. Since he. Was given the boot from Arkansas after just a disastrous time there. SC Hedgehog. And I mean, it just hasn't been great anywhere. He's always been, I mean, he's always done offensive stuff. But after, you know, after he got fired at Arkansas, he was the OC at Auburn. They finished 88th in the country in points per game. After, after that, uh, he decided to go back to the high school ranks. You know, why not? ton of success there. So he went and became the head coach at Allen High School in Texas. Of course, there's there's a ton of big name, big money high school football programs in Texas. And, and Allen is definitely one of the, those. While, while Chad Morris was at the helm of Allen High School football, that team lost for the first time in 84 games. Also... They suffered their first ever loss at home. They'd been 122 and 0 before an early loss in the 1-year Chad Morris era at Allen High School in Texas. The year to that, Chad Morris went and became an offensive analyst at South Florida. They were also very meh in terms of offensive numbers. You know, they ranked 68th in points per game somewhere in that area. In in total offense as well. And then last year, he went back to Dabo. And was an offensive analyst at Clemson. They ranked a whopping 52nd in points per game last year. Now, obviously, in absolutely zero of these last couple of instances was Morris calling the shots offensively. But also, uh, nothing about his past four stops made it look like he was a key contributor. to those offenses or those coaching staffs either so anyways he'll be at texas state next year we'll see how that goes let's go to the phones Davey is with us how are you
12: i'm doing great today how y'all doing today
2: doing well thank you for the phone call
12: yeah you know uh arkansas state basketball uh I'm not really sure when they're gonna get their whole team. I mean the guys that are healing right now, I'm not really sure when they're gonna get those guys back. It's just like at Arkansas, uh Razorbacks, man. I mean, I don't know what's up with that, but <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I mean it's I just don't know what to say. I mean, what is it? Is it the is it uh is it the team that's that's playing right now. It's not doing so well. Or is it the players that are hurt right now? That's not uh, that are injured a little bit right now. Is uh, that's what's making us lose or something like that? I, I don't really understand that uh, the guys that we have out there playing. I know they playing their butts off, but look, A State Men's oh.
2: Basketball. The, the record. I know they're not to five hundred right now, but this team is light years better than last year's team.
12: Yeah, I. I agree. Uh, I, w- I want to know how Arkansas can get better. Arkansas Razorbacks. I mean, we go through practice, we go through lifting, we go through running, and all that kind of stuff. Wonder. I, I I think I got a question for you to ask. I haven't asked you this. Haven't asked you guys this question before. Uh, do you do you do you guys think it's the conditioning, or do you guys think it's the guys that he's sitting out there? uh they're they're not in basketball shape or anything like that. Or what do you guys think about like that?
2: In terms of injuries, no. I mean, you've got. I mean, you can't you can't condition your way through a surgery.
12: Yeah, I understand it. I understand it. But I mean, like after the surgery is all done, and after the surgeries are healing and healed and all of that, uh, when can the guys get back in the weight room to lift weights and go running and stuff?
2: Well, so in in the case of A-State, you know, the, the primary guy that continues to be out is Terrence Ford, and he's been working on that stuff. He's just trying to continue to build strength back up in his foot.
12: Yeah, I understand it. I mean, the same way with Arkansas. I mean, we got a few guys that Arkansas hurt right now, too. And uh, I'm not really sure we have any guys that are going through surgery right now, but I'm thinking that uh, we're going to have our whole team. I, I'm hoping and praying by – the grace of God, we're going to have our whole team back uh, before tournament time. I'm talking about Arkansas Razorbacks.
2: I hope you guys get healthy.
12: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, everybody's trying to put it all, I think, this is this is what I'm thinking. I think everybody's trying to put it on uh, all the uh, coaches. And, you know, I'm thinking that it, it's the players the war is out there training and everything. The coaches are in there just to uh, help them get better and stuff. I mean, it's it's, I mean we can you can you remember the, the last time or can you guys remember the last time that we ever been to a tournament?
2: A State?
12: Arkansas Razorbacks and Arkansas State.
2: I mean A State was ninety nine.
12: Yeah. Then Arkansas Razorbacks, I mean, uh I imagine you and Miss Lisa, y'all 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 are the experts on when 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 uh the team the Razorbacks been to a A tournament and everything, you know. Not not me. Not Not me.
2: Miss Lisa, absolutely, definitely, though.
12: Okay. But I was just thinking, I mean, I don't know when when these guys are coming back. I mean, I hope they're not trying to leave the team, though.
2: I I genuinely, I genuinely don't know. Davey, we got to hit a break.
12: uh, All right, then.
2: Thank you so much. Later. We'll have some more open phone lines in this hour after we come back from a break, but uh, we'll step aside. We'll return right after this on the ticket.
1: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara.
4: Take that for data.
1: The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network
8: takes all of us to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. First,
12: when brushing your teeth, you should always turn the water off. Another way to help is to keep your environment clean. You keep a bag in your car to throw away your waste instead of throwing it out the window. Lastly, you can purchase a blue bin to help you recycle for $25. This could help save the community and the environment.
8: To find more about how you can take action every day to improve and beautify where we live, work, and play, log on to keepjonesborobeautiful.com.
5: At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way, because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
9: Farmers, before you book your 2425 Corn and Milo, call Pico Foods. Right now, Pico Foods, the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth generation family-owned business, is buying both new crop and stored Corn and Milo. Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy Corn and Milo direct from farmers year-round at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-677. 9383.
1: Hello everyone at George Kell Motors we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase that includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford,
9: formerly Harris Ford We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect
3: Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com.
8: At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Hi, I'm April Tate, and I've worked with Dirksen Hospice for seven years. I've seen firsthand the positive impact we have on families during challenging times. It's not just about medical care. It's about creating moments of comfort and connection. To learn more about our compassionate care, Find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice.
7: Tent Your Ride with Arkansas' number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super tense tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. Tint your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tents uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Super Tents is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tents, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best
11: or fade Like the rest, visiting with A State basketball player DeAndre Dominguez about his first conversation with head coach Brian
12: Hodson. He didn't really ask or tell me like anything like the normal coaches would say. I'm not gonna really say what they say, but you know, it's kind of always repetitive. And he wasn't really like that. You know, he was asking me how I'm doing, how's my family doing, just asking like about my life, not talking about basketball the whole time, like it was kind of just like family. It's the second
9: to none podcast presented by First National Bank and the Kavanaugh Auto Group. New
12: episodes Tuesday
10: wherever you get your podcast
1: on paper it's the best sports show around back to the workday red zone
2: welcome back to the workday red zone Karen and ryan hanging out 870-930-3776 is the number to call here on the Workday Red Zone, the right Fiber Hotline, asking you about your rooting interest in this week's conference championship games. Look, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm just following Dan Campbell at this point in time. As <laughs> long, wherever Dan Campbell leads, I will go. He is a guiding light and certainly has been for that Detroit franchise uh, since he's been at the help. I... Don't know if they're going to be able to overcome the task that is the 49ers, and of course they're going to be underdogs when these teams square off in San Francisco coming up on Sunday. In fact, uh, San Fran is seven and a half point favorite in uh, this game that kicks off at 5:30 on Fox. But again, I just like I'm a sucker for a feel good story. I'm a sucker for an underdog story. And even though, you know, 12-5 and five is certainly not an underdog record. It's not like the Lions were the seventh seed and they just barely squeaked into the playoff field. I mean, this is a organization that's having a really good year behind Jared Goff. But still, Detroit's going to have that underdog vibe for a minute. Throughout this stat at the beginning of the show, but kind of reiterate uh the need to know need to know factoid for the NFC championship and it's not recent history but it is historically significant detroit has lost an nfl record 11 straight road games in the playoffs they have not won on the road in the playoffs since 1957 which was, I don't know how many years that that was before the merger. It was prior to the Super Bowl era. And that win, though, their last road playoff win came against the Niners. What happened out of that? Well, the week after, the Lions went out and won the NFL championship. So... You know, you do have some history here. 70-year-old history, but history nonetheless. I do do feel like, you know, San Francisco got tested really well last week against the Packers. I was actually surprised at how close that game was because that would have been a real underdog story because the Packers were the seed that just barely squeaked into the playoffs. And that would have been a huge, huge, huge upset if they had been able to get past the Niners. But... You wonder if San Francisco has kind of got its head back on straight after that scare. There are some things that that Detroit can do well that should test San Francisco. Sticking to the run. And how they've utilized their running backs. Detroit has also gotten some positive news this week in terms of their center. Frank Ragnow, who is expected to play through all kinds of bumps and bruises. I mean, he's a center. If you're an NFL offensive lineman and you're playing in the... What game are they up to now? Because, of course, you've got 17 in the regular season, playoff game. I mean, you get to this point in time of the season. I don't know. It'd probably be easier to make the list, if you're an NFL player, specifically an offensive lineman, about what doesn't hurt. But uh, they've got... <laughs> His injuries listed as ankle, toe, knee, and back. So I guess his arms are still okay. Uh, But uh, he is expected to play. Debo Samuel uh, for the Niners is back, but questionable. And those are some of the key storylines coming up for this one. Again, I am all aboard the Dan Campbell bandwagon. I don't have anything against the 49ers. But there just has been, in my opinion, no better story in the NFL this season. By the way, if you are just kind of bored looking for something to do, go back and read some of the comments under the social media post of, of when Dan Campbell was hired and his his introductory speech because people were pretty, uh, pretty hard on him, to say the least and of course you know hindsight being 2020 certainly know that there's no reason for that reaction now but 5:30 on Sunday is when that one will get underway Still quite a bit to talk about on today's program, but we might as well squeeze in another break here, so let's do so. We'll step aside, return with more of the Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket.
1: Enter the Workday Red Zone, weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network.
8: It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal and Formal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the MC Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there, so you can plan your entire wedding in one. One day, brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region, the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro.
0: Kick off the new year in a new ride from Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Start the new year right in a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Now up to $10,000 off MSRP or up to $13,500 off MSRP. On a new 2023 Ram 2500 Laramie or a new 2023 Dodge Hornet. Now only 31988 plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee at Cavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or CavanaughCDJR.com.
9: It's a mix-and-match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carry-out or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix-and-match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carry-out or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza
4: locations.
5: Hello? Hey, Kim, it's Mike. Have you heard the latest
4: cybersecurity advisory the White House
2: posted? Yes, I've had several calls about it. I think now more than
6: ever, businesses should be taking a A
11: successful malicious attack can cost businesses a lot of money, plus their reputation, which can't be bought back. Ensure your network is protected with a risk-based, proactive cybersecurity and data management strategy. For a consultation, call Calmer Solutions today at 870-454-HELP or visit calmersolutions.com lose weight the healthy way with elite total health in
7: Jonesboro. see losing weight doesn't have to be hard you don't have to starve yourself and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro we won't be beat Placid tire service is the low price leader
9: on tires and if you do manage to find a lower price on the comparable tire we'll match it with our low price pledge stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from plaza tire service on tires for your car van truck crossover suv and more Plaza Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases
1: of $149 or more with your Plaza Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Plaza Tire Service. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time, here's Kara Ritchie.
2: Dun-dun-dun. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you in studio. Phone lines are open at eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. Of course, we're asking you today to make your Super Bowl prediction. Who's going to play? Also, do you have a rooting interest? Are you with me? Are you on the Dan Campbell Detroit bandwagon, or are you hoping for someone else to make it to the party? Speaking of party, our friends at the Impact Club have put together a Super Bowl watch party coming up on, well, Super Bowl Sunday, February the 11th. Uh, They've got all the information for you up on all of their social medias. Tickets, $100, that includes dinner and bevies, you know, those kind of bevies, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, attention members and guests. But uh, you can find out all about it, <laughs> again, on, on their social media, obviously. And, and that's where proceeds go, obviously, as well, is uh, to the Impact Club. Of course, you don't have to wait to Super Bowl Sunday to donate to the Impact Club. You can do it right now. Make a monthly commitment. Get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you are not going to find anywhere else. Uh, find out more give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. And, oh, by the way, I just retweeted their Super Bowl Sunday flyer, so you can find that on my social uh, just in case you're not already following them. Uh, looking around, it looks like the, the NFL coaching carousel is, is almost to the end there. Uh, I think – It is just Commanders and Seahawks now that have a vacancy as the Falcons have filled theirs. Of course, we know the Chargers have filled theirs, Uh, but uh, it's kind of looking like we're about to get to the end of musical chairs and Bill Belichick is running out of options, which is kind of surprising that maybe with, I think, a couple of interviews there in Atlanta, that might be a place that he would land. But instead, they went out and hired LA defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, who is, I mean, he's been in Atlanta before. He held multiple positions on that staff. But no spot, perhaps, for Belichick. It's going to be really interesting if that is the case. Of course, in the coaching carousel in, in college football, we know that there is that one big vacancy in Michigan. There were reports, you know, fairly quickly, and, and I, I don't know who to credit them to, and so because of that, I don't know how accurate they are. There are reports really quickly that it was going to be Sharon Moore, uh, the, the Michigan offensive coordinator, but that Michigan had to have the job posted for seven days due to legal reasons before they could announce a hire. Now, I think they could go through like a a legal process where they cut that timeline down some and you would feel kind of like they need to with it being where it is on the calendar and the portal and this, that, and the other and spring football coming up and getting a staff in place and blah, 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 blah. But no announcement there. Now, that being said, uh, Jim Harbaugh has started to speak out on who he wants to see be the next head man. They're the Wolverines, and he's he's all in on Sharon Moore. Not really surprising that <laughs> he would vouch for somebody that, that he hired on that staff. And his comment about Moore, quote, I'll always be a loyal rubber Wolverine, but not a better man to coach the team than Sharon Moore. He has my vote, my support wholeheartedly. I feel like it's in great hands is what he told the Detroit News when questioned about the vacancy. Now Moore was a a guy who was one of the interim coaches this year for Michigan when Harbaugh was getting suspended for whatever he was suspended for, uh, which was a few different things turns out during the course of the year. But what's interesting is there were actually four different interim head coaches throughout the course of the year, but Moore did coach the most games. Uh, he was the interim for, I think, four games, and that included a pair of top ten wins, uh, while uh, defensive coordinator Jesse Minner was a, the interim for one, and then there were actually co-interims for another game. So, again, you had four coaches all day that served in an interim role interim role for those six games that Harbaugh was sidelined this year. But, again, no real surprise that more is who Harbaugh is pointing at. It. At this point in time, it almost feels like it would be a surprise if it wasn't more. I mean, he is at the top of literally every list. Of course, they put odds out on this as well. He's at the top of the odds makers list. And while there are certainly other candidates, including possibly an in, in-house one with, with defensive coordinator Jesse Minter. I and mean, this is the guy that everybody just kind of assumes it is going to be. Of course, you would have the best chance of protecting your roster from the portal if it's more. Certainly doesn't mean that everybody would stay. That's not going to be the case at all. But it feels like you'd be able to hold uh, most of that roster intact. Now, of course, Michigan's going to lose a lot to graduation in the NFL draft and already have. But got some rising talent there on that roster that you would think that more would be able to keep there in Ann Arbor. Look, you get other coaching carousel stories. We mentioned that Texas State has gone out and hired Chad Morris, or at least there are reports that he has hired Chad Morris to be wide receivers coach. Uh, G.J. Kinney has hired Chad Morris to be the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator. I think, how many many kids does Morris have that are quarterbacks? I think he's got a quarterback, he's got a, a son that hasn't signed yet. And we know that Texas State is a little light on quarterbacks right now. So, was this a, is this a package deal for Morris heading to Texas State? I would not be stunned about that at all. Uh, looking not at Texas State, but kind of, sort of, in a very roundabout way at A-State. Or at least the A-State coaching tree. It does look like uh, South Alabama defensive coordinator. Corey Battoon is headed to Mizzou. To reunite with Eli Drinkwitz, of course. was in Jonesboro for a little bit, and I'm all right with another coaching staff in the Sun Belt getting weaker. Uh, They've lost a lot, obviously, there at at South Alabama with Kane Womack joining the staff at Alabama. I know that uh, I think Matt Shadid went from South out to Alabama. Of course now you've got Batoon going from South Al to Mizzou. And while they did promote internally and, and bump up major Apple white, there's still some significant shifting that's going on there with the Jags. So again, you've got got a new coach at Troy. You've got uh a new coach at South Alabama. You've got a mess at Texas State. You've got a new coach at ULN. You've got a, a Cajun's team that, that A State beat handedly last year who am i leaving am i leaving out somebody else you've got southern miss where will hall is going to be on a very hot seat next season and then you've got arkansas state that returns 90 percent of its offense i like the red wolves (laughs) to win the west and it's not just the homerism speaking although there is undoubtedly just a little bit of, of that but it seems like every couple days there's a headline that comes out that makes another team in the Sun Belt look just a little bit weaker. And honestly, I ain't mad about it. I'm perfectly fine with it. I know you're stunned to hear that. We've got one more break to take uh, on today's show for the week, what have you. So let's look around, see what headlines that we missed, and then we will come back and put a bow on today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket
1: when she's not watching sports she's talking about sports and when she's not talking sports she's tweeting about it all right boys how did i tweet on this thing it's tara richie on the workday red zone
9: some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford well magnet motor company can help if you're looking for an affordable car truck or suv that you can buy wholesale if you have fixed income bad credit good credit or just need to build your credit magnet motor company has you covered you can pay with cash you can pay by credit card or magnet can finance check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride magnet motor company highway 49 south in paragool
8: To celebrate 20 years of Nukes, we're bringing back some of our most popular items. Featuring our famous chili and chili taco salad, the hearty royal sandwich loaded with fresh meats, and our famous pesto pizza, the Deborah. Savor the flavors for just $10.99 each and only for a limited time. And if you have a sweet tooth, don't forget to try our new red velvet cake. Order today in the Nukes Eatery app or at order.nukes.com. Cheers to 20 years. Located at 1408 East Highland Drive, Jonesboro in Midtown.
9: At Vision Care soon, of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The Glasses Shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragold, or Pocahontas locations.
11: Anywhere, anytime, any season. Points at turfgrass company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades, Georgia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tiffway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turfgrass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turfgrass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578- 2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and go to PoinsettTurfgrass.com.
5: At First National Bank of
2: Eastern Arkansas, It is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple
8: locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service
2: is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC.
10: The A-State basketball teams return to First National Bank Arena for doubleheader action on Wednesday night, January 31st. The women take on South Alabama at 5, with the Red Wolves and Southern Miss squaring off in men's action at 7.30. Plus, we'll celebrate the accomplishments of our student-athletes with the AD's on roll at halftime of the men's game. Go to astateredwolvescom tickets, or call 870-972-3882, and we'll see you in First National Bank Arena on Wednesday the 31st with your Wolves up for A-State basketball. East Arkansas
7: Broadcasters, locally owned, locally operated, and locally focused. And just like
8: NEA Baptist, East Arkansas Broadcasters cares about our community. The Community Health Education Foundation presents Diamonds and Pearls Red Dress Gala February the 24th. The Red Dress Gala raises awareness for cardiovascular disease. For tickets or table reservations, call 870-931-4044.
7: That's what's coming up with East Arkansas Broadcasters and NEA Baptist Health Care for the next.
8: more than 6 million americans are living with alzheimer's with more than 11 million family members and friends serving as caregivers the toll of the disease is monumental and no one should face alzheimer's or dementia by themselves free help is available 24 7 for resources and support visit the alzheimer's association at alz.org or call the helpline at 800-272-3900 you are not alone.
1: You've already mailed it in at work today so you might as well keep it right here back to the workday red Zone.
2: Hey right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's the home stretch of today's show of the week. what have you So that means it's last call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications at 870-930-3776. It is also a last call on our KavanaughCars.com question asking you today, do you have a rooting interest in these NFL championships games coming up, uh, coverage championship games coming up this weekend? And if so, who you can also weigh in with your bold Super Bowl prediction and checking in here on our KavanaughCars.com question. 50% of you. Said so it is going to be Ravens Niners squaring off a couple of Sundays from now. I'm alright with it. I say that. No, not really. I really I really want to see the lines in there. I I I guess I'm just not that picky about who comes out of the AFC. I like Patrick Mahomes. I I'm not really a hater. I like Travis Kelsey. I've I've enjoyed the uh the new heights podcast, the snippets I've seen from that. Um I, I like I like Lamar Jackson. I like what the thought of a win could do for his career, for his Hall of Fame resume. But that's a coin flip for me. I am I just I want to I want to see the Lions find a way to get in there, some way somehow. Just want to talk about Dan Campbell for a couple more weeks. It's been it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, you know, again, this uh, a, a win for for the Ravens for Lamar Jackson in the AFC Championship would certainly strengthen his Hall of Fame case, and we've talked a little. Hall of Fame with you already this week, although, of course, we centered our conversations around the MLB Hall of Fame because the new inductees were announced earlier in the week. So, flashing back to to Wednesday, actually, we asked you all as to when Yadier Molina would make it into the Hall of Fame, when he would get elected. He'll be on the ballot for the first time in 2028, and we never actually followed up on that question and, and shared the overall poll results and 68.6% 68.6% of you said he would be a first ballot guy. And there was a good article today in The Athletic by Jason Stark, who is, of course, a longtime, longtime MLB writer. And he talked about, you know, what Mauer's first ballot induction is going to mean for not just Yadier Molina, uh, who's on the ballot for the first time in 2028, but also Buster Posey who's going to be on the ballot uh, for the first time, I want to say in, in 2027. And to summarize what Stark said, you know, he did say that Maurer's election was, was incredibly important. Now, he does point out the fact that neither Posey nor Yachty are Maurer like But he also says, quote, I expect them to be groundbreaking candidates because they're going to require us to redefine what a Hall of Fame catcher looks like, in quote. He talks about, you know, the, the the stat that we use a lot to kind of quantify baseball players, which is wins above replacement. And you look at the players in the Hall of Fame and you look at their wins above replacement and you compare and contrast and there's always some really high, really gaudy numbers in there. But when you look at Posey and Molina, in that specific stat, they don't necessarily rank... That highly? But Stark also points out that for whatever reason, quote, nobody has invented a war formula that fully measures catchers, In quote. He talks then about the eyeball test, saying that Buster Posey, Yadier Molina were stars, difference makers, winners, and different and better than the other catchers of their era. So, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting when those votes come up. Again, Posey in 27, Yachty in 2028. And again, no bias. I think, I think they're both Hall of Famers. I think they get in. And, uh, well, I want to update uh, you, unfortunately, to a, an event we talked about just a few segments ago. Uh, saw a tweet actually just now from the Impact Club stating, quote, due to logistics and timing, our Super Bowl party has been canceled. All ticket purchases will be reimbursed. Sorry for the inconvenience. We have plans for another party that we will release info for soon. Wolves up. So, well, sad to hear that. But again, they'll do they'll do something in the future. And if you have any questions about that, of course, just uh, reach out to the Impact Club. Uh, Again, 870-930-3776 is the number to call if you can talk quickly before we wrap it up. In other happenings coming up this weekend, we do have some grizzly soups for you tonight on the ticket. 7 o'clock is when this one will tip off, and they're hosting the Orlando Magic. I think this is a winnable game. The Magic are favored by five and a half. But I do feel like the Grizzlies are, are playing some decent ball with their put-together roster as of late. I uh, looked at the Grizzlies PR report uh, just a few moments ago, and there's no, there's no additions. It uh, looks like Luke Kennard is, is back. I don't see him listed anywhere on the availability report. Uh, Santi Aldama has is, is been upgraded to questionable after missing the game against the Heat as well. So maybe things are trending in a positive direction for him. Uh, but again, 7 o'clock is, is when that one tips off at FedEx Forum. I haven't looked at the NBA standings in a moment. Just to see if there's, you know, if if some kind of divine intervention happens and the Memphis Grizzlies could somehow find their way into a play-in game. They're five back from that. So that's still definitely more unlikely than likely, but it's not like they're the Spurs where you're looking at you know having to make up a 14 game difference. it's not like it's not like it's the Pistons where you're 30 games out of first place they're certainly they're certainly out by a bit. don't get me wrong but you can still put a tiny bit of a hopeful spin. On the Grizzlies down the stretch, not not a lot of one, tiny. Again, is a key word there. And unfortunately, with Memphis all season, as soon as something has gone right, something else has gone significantly, significantly wrong. So I think we all know at this point in time not to get any kind of big hopes up. But uh, this team has played about as well as it can, considering the roster issues. I am curious if <laughs> if if the Grizzlies can win tonight because it's at FedEx Forum. It is. Uh, of, of all the things that have happened this year, you know, with all of the injuries and things like that, that just is what it is. But I continue to find it absolutely baffling that the Grizzlies stink at home in the way that they do. The Grizzlies are now above 500 on the road. They're 13 and 12 on the road, a winning record on the road. But they are 4 and 15 so far this year at home. The Wizards, the Pistons, and the Spurs are all worse at their home facility than the Grizzlies. But again, that just, especially with how well Memphis has played over the past few years at FedEx Forum, that is certainly a number that, that gets your attention and kind of defies logic. I believe, by the way, in the NBA, that it's actually Rivalry Week. I feel like I saw that somewhere, or NBA Rivals Week. Which, I mean, I guess is cool, but I kind of wonder why it's this week. With the coverage championships going on in, in the NFL, I, I don't know why you don't push this back until the season is over. It's not like a, it, it's not something that has to be at a certain point in time on the calendar. I mean you, you make up your own schedule. But because of that, because it's Rivals Week tomorrow, there's a triple header on ABC: Heat versus Knicks at two, Sixers versus Nuggets at four thirty, and Lakers Warriors at seven thirty. But I mean, you do you NBA? I guess that I guess that works. Why not? Uh, coming up next week, obviously, as we look ahead to Monday, we'll recap everything that happened for the weekend. Who knows what kind of craziness might be in store for the Red Wolves? As they wrap up, that's a road trip for A-State men's basketball, which has been all kinds of goofy so far. But again, remember, A-State men's basketball playing at 4. Today in Lafayette playing at 1 on Sunday at ULM. Women's schedule unchanged. So we'll have action for you. The Red Wolves at Troy tomorrow here on The Ticket. Uh, In the meantime, keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here Monday morning for the Front Row with Bud and Randy at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10, and we'll return on Monday at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend.